Hey everybody, welcome to the In All Things podcast. It's time to see God in everything. Hello and welcome to a new episode of the In All Things podcast. My name is Mitch Frost and today I am joined by Pastor Steve Markle. How's it going, sir? It's going well. Did I catch you off guard there? You no, like no, you I, no, I was just ready. I'm oh. ready today, yeah. I am realizing live on the spot that I always say welcome to a new episode, and I think I got to stop saying that because whenever you go back and listen to these, they're not going to be new episodes anymore. Maybe new to the person, first time they've heard it. But I don't know how I feel about that. I don't know. I'm going to change it. Next I've, episode, I'm going to say something different. It's easy to – it's funny when you think about public speaking and things you do, you get into ruts, you don't even realize some stuff you say. That's why it's good to go back and listen to yourself sometimes, mm. for sure. Yeah, I am um, having a new experience right now this morning in this oh, moment. Wow. I am having a fresca, mm. and they were some reason put in our office fridge, and it's a drink that's been around since, well, four years before me, mm. and I don't know that I've ever had one. It's a grapefruit citrus soda that's zero calories, and I needed a drink to bring up here. So have you had it? No. No. So give it, what, what's your review? I what's mean, review? my first couple sips, I'd give it a... Seven out of ten. Wow. I don't know. That's high. I've never rated soda, so... Well, what would yeah. you rate above it? Diet Coke? Oh, Diet Coke's my favorite. Yeah. Give me some others that are above uh, that. You know what I like that now? The uh, Dr. Pepper Cream Soda. Mm-hmm. That's Give me some that are below that. Below that. Yep. Um, well, let me see. Um, I'm not a... You're going to not like this. I'm not a big Mountain Dew fan. Like all kinds? No, the regular Mountain Dew. Mm-hmm. I've liked the one in the blue can now. What is that one? Well, with the Baja? berry? No, the berry. Oh, Voltage. Voltage. I yeah. did like that. But I don't like sugary ones now. I used to, you know. But now they make pretty much every flavor zero yeah, sugar. Yeah, so, so, yeah. So anyway, yeah. How about you? Uh, what? Am Favorite I soda? My soda? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Baja Blast is up there. That's got to be in my top couple. Mm-hmm. Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Mm-hmm. Um, regular Coke, Cherry Vanilla Coke. Mm. Those are like, I think, okay. my top three that I could drink every day. Um, some of my not favorites don't like Crush. Don't really like mm. Orange Fanta. Yeah, I'm not an orange guy. Um, don't like that kind of stuff. I think when I was a kid, it was like orange soda, grape soda, mm. like red mm. strawberry soda. That was all like so cool. No, yeah, not nah, so much. Not great. No. And I, and I try very hard. Uh, I don't. I actually don't know how you feel about this stuff. I try really hard to get into like sparkling water. Okay. So every time somebody's like, hey, here's the new sparkling water. It's this flavor. You're going to like it. I yeah. try really hard, and I haven't found any that I like. I like the LaCroix, the Bubblies, the uh, liquid, liquid Death is the new big one everywhere. I, I just don't like it. I don't it. understand how people like those. I don't it's get just, it. No, I And don't. I never taste the flavor. I never oh, taste really? like, yeah. like, oh, this one's blueberry, whatever. And I'm like, no, it mm. just tastes it's like, like diet, water. diet sparkling Soda Not water a with a little bit of flavor in it. No, maybe someday, but no, for now, I don't think so. No. Why? Yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway, well, that was a fun way to start. I had in here anything new in your life, so you just told us Fresca is new in my life. So yeah, 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 that, yeah, very new. Um, yeah, yeah that's so exciting. new, new small group. We started our there you go. Uh, semester of small groups, and we, my wife and I, hosting a new group, and uh, it was not a small group. We had mm-hmm. 23 mm-hmm. last night out of our 26 on our roster, so. Okay. Uh, we had a great a great time. Um, it's a crowd though, um, but we it was really good. We're studying the Book of James. Started with chapter one, verses one to twelve. Mm-hmm. Good discussion. Uh, great snacks. Seems like everybody had a good time. So we're running it simultaneous to the well. 
So mm-hmm. everybody in there has teenagers. Yeah. So there's awesome. a lot of life stage similarities, so, mm-hmm. which is very cool. So, yeah. and uh, some like maybe three couples that we had before in a small group, a few that maybe have been in another small group, but most more than half probably had not done this before. So it's mm-hmm. a brand new experience for awesome. them. Yeah. So speaking of that, how was your night last night? It was good. Yeah. We had a really good night. Um, got to meet eight new students. Eight new, so, first time to the well. Yeah, I had never met them before, so spent some time with them. Um, we had some new leaders that got to kind of come check it out last night. Shout out the LaPrinzies, Nicholas and Miranda. Mm-hmm. Um, they came and kind of hung out with us last night and jumped into small groups and seemed to, to enjoy it, and right. so that was fun. Um, but yeah, it was a busy night. We were off last week, so there was some energy coming yeah, back. Right. Um, but yeah, like there was, we set up for this game. Uh, we set up a big circle of chairs, mm-hmm. and once people started showing up, we were like, we're out of chairs, uh, and so we had to like tear down nine square, which is like takes up a corner of our room just right. so we could make the circle bigger. Oh, that's nice. So that was kind of cool. Um, and Chuck Willis, he's one of our leaders and people that go here. Uh, he was like, I think we might have to like buy new red chairs sometime soon, which is kind of cool. I think we have a hundred. Uh, I know, but he kept them, saying, cause, well, there was a yeah. stack that wasn't in the room, but right, he kept saying okay. like. That's our goal. He said, that's our goal for the next year is we want to run right. out of red chairs. I was oh, that's like, I like awesome. that. Let's yeah, do it. I mean, the idea, I think, of you saying that about circles, like in our living room, we could get like 16 in the circle and then the extra people were in like a row behind them, which mm-hmm. is not ideal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, how, I mean, you know what, what can you do? Yeah. What can you do? Yeah. So uh, how was your Sunday morning? Sunday morning. Sunday night was just Yeah, Sunday morning. Well, it was a, Sunday um, morning. Oh, the whole weekend was, it was busy. Um, did a wedding uh, for a couple, young couple in our church, uh, Dan and Kendall, shout out to them. Uh, that was up in Bowling Green, place I'd never been before, uh, mm-hmm. two hours, a little over two hours away. So went up Friday with uh, Sherry. We, you know, I uh, did the rehearsal, had a nice dinner, uh, stayed at a hotel, and then um, just hung out during the day, found the place to watch the Buckeye game, mm-hmm. and then went to the wedding, which it was, was a beautiful. close game. That Buckeye game was oh, close. Oh, man, yeah. It was, it was. It was absolutely. Actually, the uh, Alabama-Texas game was that on game another was screen. Close. Yeah. So I was kind of watching that, too, and uh, didn't like the outcome. But anyway, um, wedding was was great, but it's a, like a you know Saturday night wedding for me two hours away. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I got to get out of here. Uh, I got to get home. Got home by 11, and, uh, you know, uh, didn't feel bad yesterday morning. It was it went well. I think the services were great. Uh, the band was awesome. The music was was great. The, the Honey uh, and the Rock. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 New, new song. song. New song debuted. And uh, um, something I mentioned in the message about people uh, having a plan for their for their time with God. And I mentioned about worship, about, you know, all these songs that we sing, you can have them on your Spotify, your Apple Music. And I had several people after me, I was like, how do I find out the names of these songs? Because I want to get them. So, mm-hmm. so we got to, um, I don't know, I said, just email Jared. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he'll respond. <laughs> yeah, he's <laughs> like, works. yeah, maybe. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. so that was good. Yeah. Um, yeah. So how about your weekend? Anything else? Hmm. Uh, I had your son. With you did. Most of the weekend. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we went to Mexican with Jared and Lise Kay on Friday night. So yeah, they that's have a shock. A they went to the Mexican restaurant. They go to every Friday. Yes. Uh, so that was delicious. If anybody um, ever wants to have dinner with Jared and Lisa Kay and their family, show up on Friday at five o'clock to what's the name of the restaurant? 
Puerto Vallarta in yeah, Pataskala. So yeah. and yes. we saw multiple people. Well, we saw two different people from church. So they okay. said they always see people. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Uh, so that was fun. We we took Nick there, uh, and then we were going to go to the North Central football game. Tickets sold out in 15 minutes or something crazy on uh, Tuesday, right. and so we ended up buying this access to watching it online so we streamed the game it was cool uh the bottom like bar with the scores and the times and the yardage was it didn't move the whole game so it just said first and ten zero <laughs> so zeros it's somebody, almost, so that was kind of annoying it's like so, somebody didn't show up for the so job. we were updating yeah. everything on twitter right. but we were watching okay. it live so we ended okay. up and, and my house is close enough so like during halftime we went outside you could hear the band oh nice stuff like that nice. yeah. um so it was good uh it's a little bit disappointing north lost it wasn't a great game to be very honest it was very boring but as a youth um, pastor here in pickerton you should be happy for both teams yeah, but I'm <laughs> mad that North lost. Okay. Um, and so, yeah, it, that was that was fun. Um, we just kind of hung out, did that. Saturday, we went to the North Central soccer game. Okay. Usually that doesn't happen in the same weekend, so that was fun. Right. Um, and so that was at North and North won. So we there redeemed ourselves a little bit. And that was cool because it was actually pretty crowded. There was a student section and all kinds of stuff. And cool. We won there. Um, that's about it. Yeah. So it was fun. And okay. then, yeah, yesterday was good. Um, but... So we were in, what is this, part three, part four, part four of our series here at Sycamore called Decision Fatigue. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've kind of been recapping some of that stuff on here, so we don't right. need to do a full no. recap here. But um, kind of give us a summary of what you talked about yesterday um, and, and how that kind of factors into decisions. Um, and it's funny because this was not pre-planned at all. But right. at the well, we kicked off a brand new series and we talked about some very similar things. So it's I'll let funny. you start yeah, and then yeah. I'll follow it up. And then I think right. we're going to kind of dive into a conversation on some of these things. Yeah, because so. uh, yesterday we, um, it was part four, as you said, and it was about making a decision to be devoted to God and I had two main passages that I looked at words of Jesus in Matthew uh, six, when he said, seek first the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and all these other things will be taken care of in your life. Basically put him first, making the decision to seek him, the one who matters the most more than anything. And then the other passage we looked at was John 15, mm-hmm. which is where you were, I believe last night as well, where Jesus said, I'm the vine and you are the branches. And the main point of the message was making a decision to be the branch mm-hmm. that is connected to the vine. And that's just, I mean, it's a beautiful, picture that Jesus gave. It makes sense. You know, when mm-hmm. you break off a branch, it loses the source of nutrients, it dies, it can break, mm-hmm. stay connected, you produce fruit. And mm-hmm. so that was the, the main idea. And, and then, you know, the practical part was uh, a thing we did on the screen with showing how many hours that we spend in each different department of our week. And we typically look at this hour of church as the hour we give to God. Mm-hmm. And I said, it's not a formula of number of hours. Mm-hmm. And I think people were thinking, okay, so how many hours do I need to give God? And it's not about that. It's about God being all encompassing every area of your life. Mm-hmm. And so we talked about that, but we also gave the practical idea of piggybacking on what you said last week, being consistent to having a time and a place and a plan where we mm-hmm. get along with God. So that's, that's, Basic summary. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, you had a branch on stage mm-hmm. that, um, you know, that I cut off a tree in our, at our house that morning. And so a little bit of a visual for mm-hmm. people. But did you um, get anything out of it? Were you like, this is really boring? I wish Steve would get off the stage. Uh, yeah, I was kind of just like counting down the minutes. Yeah, it's like disappointing. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, I know. Yeah. After all the props I gave you last week, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. I was like, yeah, I can tell he's tired from that wedding last mm, night. You could so. see it, couldn't you? It's just <laughs> no energy. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah no good. passion, uh, no energy. You can tell Steve just wants to get home and watch football. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. I thought it was good. Uh, I, as simple as the branch 
uh, visual was. Yeah. I think it was really good. And I, right. and I, and it kind of helped me cause we'll get into this in a second, but I preached on something very similar mm. last night. Uh, and Jesus's whole metaphor of him being in the vine and us being the branches is really so simple. It, and it really is, like you said, it's very logical. It makes sense. And it does, it does. And it's funny though, when you like, I hemmed and hauled back and forth on using the branch, not using the branch. Is mm-hmm. it like, is it too simple? Is it too cheesy? You know, sometimes I think with illustrations, we as speakers like debate that, like, is it just going to be like, oh, wow, you brought a branch in. Right. But like you did the chair, I think it's something mm-hmm. and it does help people to visualize yeah, it. Yeah. So and it helps yeah. people remember it. It's like, oh right. yeah, I remember yeah, when the branch. branch. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it came up in my small group last night when we right. were talking some, this said, be the branch. And yeah, right. I think yeah. one couple wasn't in church and they were like, what was everybody talking about? Yeah. Anyway. But yeah. And so I, yeah. I thought it was great, um, but that was one thing for me that was like, it's yeah. a very simple way to communicate right. it, but it made it make right. more sense. Like, it was like, okay, yeah, like this branch is going to, like you said, I think, you said this branch, if we left it here all day, or if I broke it off yesterday and brought it in this morning, yeah. it would already start to look like it was yeah. dying. Yeah, I mean, it'll probably still be sitting there until next Right, we'll Sunday. go look at it <laughs> well, but, we can break it, yeah. But, like, I, I think that was a great point because, like, you kind of made this, you know, kind of connection back to how Jesus keeps saying, remain in me, remain in me, mm-hmm. remain in me. And this is this, this right. idea of constantly pulling connection from him. Otherwise, right. yeah, you're, you're mm-hmm. going to die. You're going to start to wither. Yeah. And he kind of says that in John 15. Absolutely. Um, and so... So last night at the well, we right. kicked off our brand new series called Fruit. Right. Um, and I've been working on this series for the last couple of months. Um, it's been one that I've been um, especially excited for because uh, I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. And so um, you, I don't know when you asked me, but you did. It's a couple of weeks ago. You were like, oh, you guys are doing your next series is called Fruit. Because in my office, mm-hmm. I have all the calendar mm-hmm. like yeah, every yeah. month. And you yeah. kind of came in and you're like, oh, you guys are doing yeah. Fruit. Like, what, yeah. what, 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 what does that mean? I remember so, I was sitting on your sofa for counseling and one morning I came <laughs> therapy, in. Therapy, yeah. And I was looking up at your wall with, yeah. And uh, yeah. and what? where did your mind go? What did you think we were going to be talking about the well, wall when we had a series called Fruit? I immediately thought of the Fruit of the Spirit mm-hmm. in Galatians chapter 5 where the list, love, joy, peace, mm-hmm. kindness. Yep. All those things that All we talked about. I had them on the screen yesterday for a moment. Uh, so I, I thought you were probably going to talk about that. Mm-hmm. I didn't think apples, bananas, and oranges. Mm-hmm. No, probably yeah. not. So, so um, is that, Yeah, that's kind yeah. of the direction we're going. But last night was John 15. We were pulling from mm-hmm. that. But this the verse we kind of started with was Matthew 12, 33, where he talks about how a, a fruit is, or a tree is known by its fruit. Oh, yeah. And he goes on and he says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right. Um, so that's kind of how we started this conversation of mm. fruit is, you know, what's inside of you? Uh, you know, what you produce at some point is going to come out. Like mm-hmm. at some point that is yeah. going to be, that, that is who you are. And yeah. that's what God yeah. sees. Um, you can show up and look like you have it all together. Like you have no problems. Like you, you know, you're at church, you're whatever. Um, but what is actually in your heart is what's going to come right. out. Um, and so we kind of started that way. And then we kind of worked our way through John 15, just talking about uh, this whole idea of, um, yeah, Jesus is the source of, of everything that we do. And there's this bold statement he has, I think you know what I'm going to say, where he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. And we kind of raise this question of like, how can that be true? How can, how can Jesus say something like that? Apart from me, apart from God, you can do nothing. When we look at a world that we live in and it looks like from the outside looking in, there's a lot of people that are quote unquote apart from God and they're doing a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So how would you weigh in on something like that? Um, Cause that was a big thing that we even raised in the small groups we had last night with students. They were kind of pushing back on that. Like, well, how can that be true? How can Jesus say something like apart from him, we can do nothing because there's a lot of people doing things and they're not, they don't have God in their lives. Um, uh, so how, what, what do you think Jesus meant? I have my perspective, but what do you think Jesus meant when he said something as bold as that? Apart from me, you can do I nothing. I think there's a couple ways to look at that. I, I want, one, you could 
take it from the big picture of like, well, God is the creator and sustainer of everything in the universe. So the only reason we're allowed to be sitting here speaking right now today is because God still allows it and sustains it because God could uh, take us out if he wanted to. He could uh, do anything to this world if he wanted to right now, like he did with the flood. I mean, he has power to do that. So the only reason people are allowed to do anything is because God gives us the freedom to do whatever we want. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's, you know, perspective of God as a creator and Mm -hmm. sustainer of everything. But I, I, I'm going to say that that's probably not exactly what Jesus was getting at there. Mm -hmm. I think apart from me, you can do nothing. I think the word nothing there, it doesn't mean nothing in terms of you can't walk and talk and exist. I think it means nothing of significance for Mm -hmm. the kingdom of God, Mm -hmm. nothing of eternal significance, nothing that really matters, that really will last beyond this world. You can't do any of that without me. Is that what you would say? Yeah, very similar. I I also think there's a part of it too where you can look like you're doing things Hmm. and you can, and the world can say, well, man, that person is so successful and they have all this stuff. But we all know the stories of the people who look like they have everything, but on the inside that they're empty. They have right. nothing. They're right. never satisfied. It's never right. enough. And they're they're depressed and they're lonely. Mm-hmm. And and so I think there's a side of it that with that too. Yeah. You know, like uh, somebody, a, a seventh grader in our small group, actually made an awesome point. He said, he said, I think it's kind of like you know you could have somebody working this job who's a Christian and somebody who's working the same job who's not a Christian. Right. And one of them could be very satisfied and content and joyful and peaceful, and the other one could be so you know empty and, mm-hmm. and, and making their work their identity and, right. and just never having enough. And he said, that, that's kind of what it means. Like apart from him, you can do nothing. You can look like you're doing the same thing as oh. somebody who mm-hmm. has Christ, somebody sure. who doesn't, but the person who does have, have Jesus is kind of like more satisfied, more content, more fruitful. And I thought that was kind of an interesting that take is, on it. Yeah. Um, but that was a, that was a big part. But then Jesus goes on to say that if you're not producing fruit, my father will cut you off, <laughs> um, gather the, those branches together, and throw them into the fire, <laughs> which is a pretty intense uh, statement, I would say. Yes, it is. Um, and so what, I, I mean, yeah. And so that led us to the main idea last night for kind of as we started this series was if there's no fruit, there's no God, um, was kind of the statement that we had. Um, is, you know, I mean, Jesus really says if you're not producing fruit, then God's going to cut you off. How does that make you feel? <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it's a motivator. Mm-hmm. I think it. I think it's a reality check for a lot of people who call themselves Christians. They look at those scriptures like that. I think sometimes we want to brush over them or just like, okay, yeah, mm-hmm. that's not really what it means. But I think that there are um, a lot of people who have a false hope mm-hmm. because they've made some proclamation, prayed some prayer, but their life hasn't changed at all. And if any person is in Christ, he is a new, new creation. creation. Yeah. Old, you know, there's new in their life. And the idea of fruit being produced is it's absolutely what Jesus taught. It's what the whole New Testament tells us. That he, and I'm in James with my small group. It's like, you know, faith without works is dead. Mm-hmm. So uh, I, I think there's just a big, huge reality check there. Now, um, the whole idea of like, how much fruit, consistent fruit, all that kind of thing. Like how much fruit does it take to not be one of the ones that gets thrown into that mm. pile to get burned? Right. <laughs> like how much do I have to produce? What is enough? Right. Because we don't earn our salvation. Right. We don't earn the keep. We don't keep our salvation by working to keep it mm-hmm. either. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all by grace mm-hmm. through faith. So um, how did you handle that? Well, we're going to be getting into that. Okay. So this last night was really just kind of like, hey, 
clearly this whole idea of fruit and producing fruit means a lot because Jesus right. has multiple big, bold statements okay. so that are very kind so of divisive. So this is sermon research for you right now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, we're, yeah. Okay. so the next couple of weeks, we're going to get into some of those things. And even in John 15, um, Jesus has this idea of pruning and purifying you. How, how God has already pruned and purified so that you will produce more fruit. And so we're going right. to get into that a little Cutting bit, too. Cutting things out that, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, there's lots of things we're there going to are, work there's, through. A there's a lot there because, there. yeah. Um, but, yeah, and so what – maybe we'll, this is where we'll go this morning. Um, what does it mean to produce fruit? What are the kinds of fruits that you can produce? And and then I think we, maybe that will lead us into the conversation of, like, well, how much is enough? And how much is – is there too much? And is there a level that I is not enough? And so what, what does it mean to produce fruit, in your opinion? And what kind of things can be produced? Yeah. Well, I think we already – mentioned one, which is not one, but like, what, nine yeah. uh, in the fruit of the Spirit, which should be produced in our lives. And those are character qualities, right, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, that play out in the way we treat people. Most of them are, are like that. Um, so we could go through that list. But I think, you know, we immediately jump there. But I think one of the, the, the most obvious things that we're supposed to do when I think it, it, when we're called to produce fruit is to be disciples that make other disciples. And I think fruit is other people that we bring to Christ. I think that's one of the most obvious things that we're supposed to do, that we're left on earth to do, mm-hmm. is to be um, reproducing disciples. Mm-hmm. So um, who is it in your life that has come to Christ because of your relationship with Christ? Like you're impacting them and then they're impacting others. And all that is like fruit that you're producing in your mm-hmm. life. Yep. Um, so that's the first thing I think of. Yeah. Is that where, and does your mind go there? Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think there there should be, to some, and you know, you're not, everybody in your life is not suddenly going to drop everything no. and change their ways and become, you know, a follower of Jesus. It's no. probably not going to happen. Right. And sometimes it's a slow process and sometimes it takes right. years and years of planting the seeds and being consistent and, and showing the change right. that Jesus is working in your heart. But right. I, I do think there there is some degree of like, you know, there's got to be people in your life that have been changed by, by, by you or by the, you know, what the Jesus impact of what you life. did. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's not, and it's not just the decision to accept Christ and follow Christ. It's, right. it's the process and mm-hmm. the fruit in my life. I mean, I would say it's like, it's the people that I've been blessed to be able to influence. And you'll look back one day, um, at students that you have now. Like I've even recently, I texted you last week. I said, I'm texting, um, two guys right now. They were in my youth group and it's weird. Cause they're like, they're both like one's 43 and the other one's 40. I'm like, that's just weird. Cause yeah. I picture them when they were 16, 18 years old, you know, but they're adults. They have kids. They're one his his daughter's going to college. I'm like, what's, mm. it, what's going on? Mm-hmm. How's this happening? But I look at all those people that I've gotten influence in my life for the Lord. That that's that's fruit in yeah. my life, yeah. and I, you don't have to be a pastor to produce fruit. And no. so we're sitting here talking like, well, we're student pastors, we're pastors, we can talk about all that. No, 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 no. It's anybody that you've been able to influence for Christ, bringing them to Christ. But it's beyond that. It's like helping them to become a fully devoted disciple mm-hmm. and them producing fruit in their lives. Mm-hmm. And those are the things that immediately come to my mind. Yeah, I also think following up on the fruit of the spirit side of it too. Mm-hmm. You know, those things that. That you listed and um, like I, I think even those are more those are more internal like those are more personality changes and character traits that kind of change mm-hmm. I do think that has to lead to actions being different too you know right. like if, if I'm more gentle and more patient and mm-hmm. more kind and more self-controlled and like all of that is going to equal my mm-hmm. actions being that way right, right. like I'm going to be less angry and I'm going to be more right. kind of like you know 
um, calm and gentle. And, and the, I think like, yeah, that's fruit of the spirit. That's internal. That's things you don't always see, but like right. you do see that too. Like your actions and the way you talk, the way you love, the you way do. you treat people, that's all going to be different. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was, I, I was feeling like I was being tested by that and just a few different things the last couple of days. And I just really dug deep into that, uh, self-control mm-hmm. and with my tongue of not saying things that I wanted to say and trying to say them in a gentle way, mm-hmm. because I mean, what I wanted to say would have just come off wrong and jerky and it may have not been the wrong thing, but the wrong way to mm-hmm. say it. But you know, all that is leaning into, uh, is God working in my life? Is he, you know, because like you said, um, earlier you were talking about how what's inside comes out. Mm-hmm. And like we all, no matter who you are, I mean, we're sitting here at this table, but uh, we both have times when um, stuff that we think and stuff that comes out of our mouths, it's like, I, we shouldn't say, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, why? Why do we say those things? Mm-hmm. Like you called me out on something I said a couple weeks ago, uh, just a random comment. Not, it wasn't just, it was just rude. And mm-hmm. it's like, you should, why did you say that? And I was like, I don't know why. I was just in a, you know, just wasn't under control. Mm-hmm. And I said something rude. It wasn't a big, you know, big bad thing. But it's just kind of like you, uh, you, you have to always be thinking about your growth and keeping yourself in check and being connected. It's all going back to being the branch. Because when you are, you produce fruit. But when you have a day where, you know, I'm not spending too much time reading my Bible, not praying, um, but, but, but we spend time watching those Netflix shows and they have... Uh, a lot of bad language in them. And then what kind of stuff comes into your mind when you're angry and frustrated? All that stuff you just heard, right? Mm -hmm. What you're filling your mind with comes out. Mm -hmm. So yeah, producing fruit. Yeah, it's like Jesus knew what he was talking about when he said that. I know, sometimes I think he's really smart. Yeah, but I I think it all goes back to that word to remain. You know, he said that word yeah. lots. How many? Do you remember? You it was 11 times, 11 times in, in John 15 where you use the word remain or abide, yeah. depending on what translation you use. Right. Yeah. And, and so I, th- I do think that's kind of the key to this conversation. Like if you are remaining in him, yes. then a lot of these types of things are just naturally going to start to come to fruition. Like right. I, I think it, that's just the way that it works. And, and I made the point last night when I was talking to the students is like, if you think about a tree, Right. And which is his whole metaphor here. Right. Think about how a tree constantly is pulling nutrients and the things it needs from the vine, from the from roots, the from mm-hmm. the ground, all these different types of things. And I kind of made this point of like if, if a tree, you know, only pulled those things it needed for one hour on a Sunday night or a Sunday morning, right. one time a week, then that tree would probably die very quickly. Mm-hmm. And, and when storms came or when things happened around it, it would probably be a super weak tree. <laughs> like it's yeah. constantly happening. Even when you don't right. see it, even when like it, it, it's constantly getting those things from the vine, from the roots, from all those different types of things. And I think that all goes back to this point of remaining in him, of being consistent and walking with him yeah. and choosing to, you know, pull those things from the true grapevine, as he calls himself, <laughs> yeah. every day. Uh, you know, it's not just a one time a week, an hour a week or whatever. It's it's constantly going back to the source, yeah. pulling from them. And and that's I think that's how you, you know, grow fruit. Yeah, it's amazing how uh, much <laughs> that message yesterday is overlapping with what you're doing mm-hmm. and what you're teaching. Um, because that whole idea and you and it, it just makes it in a practical way. Th- when I think if for students and adults, you think about anything that you care about you give way more than one hour to oh, a yeah, week. Yeah. And their closest friends, they're spending way more than an hour with them. That's mm-hmm. why they're good friends. But what what makes your friendship start to suffer? Like when you stop spending time together. Mm-hmm. Really? It's, or you get too busy. Or you get too you busy. You make it a priority. Yeah. All these yeah. different things. Yeah. It's funny, these these um, these boys this age, and you know my son included, it's like there are so many of them get, you know, trying out relationships, girlfriends, and all of a sudden it's like, well, this one, man, 
he doesn't have much time for me anymore because of this and because he's with his girlfriend all the time. I'm like, yeah, that's what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. You know, yep. but you, what happens is you start feeling like the loss of connection, right? Mm -hmm. And it's not just that. It's like, you know, like I said yesterday, it's anything you care about, anything you want to be devoted to. If it's you want the fruit of having um, a good uh, physique or good health, you go to the gym. Do you go one hour a week and expect really great fruit from that? No. It's just like anything, like yeah. your job. If you don't put the time into your job of really working hard at it, you will you will not do well. I feel like the last couple of weeks of you know church and the services and the series we've been in has done a good job of like, I, th I think we at least in our minds, we separate God from the rest of our lives. Like we mm -hmm. think it has to has to work completely different. The The only way to maintain it and do it is it's got to be different. It doesn't work in the rest of my life. But then when you really start comparing it and start looking at how it's the same as physical health, it's the same as relational right. health, it's the same as your friendships, it's the same as all these types of things, it, it makes it make a lot more sense. It's like if right. I'm just consistent or right. I'm, I'm devoted, like you said yesterday, and I remain in him and I kind of put yeah. some of these same practices into right. different areas of my life, it actually, you know, grows and develops just like everything else does. Like yeah, it, it does. is different yeah. because it's, you know, it's a relationship with with a living God. But like at the same time, there are some, you know, like very simple principles and practices there that are. actually just improve your relationship with him. Yeah, <laughs> and I, think, I just think we overcomplicate it. And I think we, we get really nervous of like, how do I do it? And what's the exact steps? And, and it's like, well, actually, if you take the principles that you apply to a lot of different areas in your life and you just start applying them to God, you're going to see results. Like it's right. just how it's going to work. Right. You know, I mean, you know, when you have put more time into a talk that you're giving mm -hmm. and how much that impacts your effectiveness as a speaker. Mm -hmm. And when you're less tied to your notes, when you know your material, when you've really worked it over really well. Yeah. It's funny listening to, uh, so yesterday was the opening of the NFL season, mm -hmm. all these football games going on, and there was a lot of sloppy play. And they were talking about how how the NFL teams don't like to, to put their starters out in preseason anymore. So a lot of these quarterbacks and receivers were not connecting as well as they probably will like five or six games from now. And the whole idea of like, if you don't put in that time, you don't get your timing right. So much is, you know, about performing and scoring points. And that's what it matters. You know, it's what matters winning in the NFL. And it's just like that in, in life that we don't put the time into it. We don't put the, I mean, that, that's intentional so they don't get hurt. But then, you know, I think in our lives, though, when you bring it back to the spiritual side of it, it's, it's all about what are, what is our focus? That was like the idea too. It's like, it's a focus, focus. God is our life. God is our life. Mm -hmm. It's not a compartment. It's a focus. So, mm -hmm. and then you, if you do that, you'll produce fruit. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah I think that's it. it. Yeah. yeah, and I and and I think some people, when you start the conversation, you know, like you preached on yesterday, like we did last night, about producing fruit and what does it look like and how do we know if we are and all these things. Mm -hmm. I think some people that are producing fruit get worried that they're not. Have you ever experienced that a little bit? Like when somebody gets up and they preach, you know, if you're not producing fruit, you're going to be cut <laughs> off and you're going to do this. The people in the room that are like, there are natural yes. results of their faith. They're starting to sit there and go. Oh crap! I'm not doing enough. Well, you know? I, yeah, I've sat in a pastor's meeting before, and like everybody go around share the uh, last person you led to Christ. Right. And I'm like a pastor. I'm thinking I can't think right. who was the last person I've led to Christ. You know, and and you forget the impact that you're making on a lot of people because of you know the pressure maybe in the moment, or you hear somebody else's story that's right. dramatic. And you're like, oh, you're like, never do that. oh, they're doing that, and yeah. they're making they're having all this fruit, and they might be. Um, making up something, bragging. They might, you know, God may be working through them tremendous ways, but we have mm -hmm. to understand too that the whole thing is a process too. Yeah. It's a it's a lifestyle. It's a process, and so we uh, sometimes, man, 
you see the fruit later and it's like awesome, but mm-hmm. you don't see it as fast as you want. And right. you, you know, you in student ministry, it's a lot of uh, ups and downs, like three steps forward, five steps back sometimes. Mm-hmm. And then it's some, some students just are amazing. Mm-hmm. And then they go to college and you're disappointed. You're right. like, I can't yeah. believe they yeah. were so on fire for God. Mm-hmm. Now they're like, they joined the whole party scene and they're just living there wild and crazy life and you're like man but then sometimes you see them as adults and with kids and you're like oh wow look at that yeah. they're in church they're leading their family and they're uh, you know serving and all mm-hmm. all the things that you hope for them yeah. so it is a process it's ups and downs mm-hmm. and um yeah and there's a lot of people out there i don't know if you want to talk about this but there'll be out there that are fruit inspectors they think that's mm-hmm. their job mm-hmm. and that's what i call them. explain that a little bit uh there's a lot of people that i think They've taken it on them to be the ones that are responsible to judge mm. whether people are producing enough fruit and whether they really are a Christian or not. And they look at things and that are maybe surface level things and making judgment calls because they see the mistakes people make. Um, they look at um, maybe something sinful in somebody's life, which is you know something needs to be addressed. But mm. they may look at those things but overlook all the other things in that person's life. And of course, um, while they pointing the finger, they got, you know, several fingers pointing back at themselves, but yeah, they don't see absolutely. their own faults. Yeah. And so they're looking like, well, there's no fruit. There, there's no fruit. There's no, they don't have any of the fruit of the spirit. I mean, that's a problem, but mm-hmm. like some people make it their job mm-hmm. to do that. And yeah. I think, um, that is one of those realities when you're preaching a series like this for you, I think is that there may be some of those, you may have a few of those type of students in there that are like, I'm so together. I'm like, yeah. but I can see, I mean, you like that guy. I mean, you think he's great, but I know some things about him. He's not perfect. And, yeah. you know, so people can be judgmental mm-hmm. and make that their thing. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, it's one of those fine lines because, um, we're talking about producing fruit, which is good works mm-hmm. and, but good works don't earn our salvation. Right. So right. it's that fine line. You gotta, yeah. yeah. It's kind of that back and forth. Like you said, yeah. process. I think that's mm-hmm. a great word for it. Um, no, the fruit inspector. That's interesting. I haven't thought of it that way, but maybe I'll have to work that into the rest yeah, of the series. Yeah, maybe. Even last night, um, you know, I'm not going to get into details here, but there's some situations that come with student ministry and high schoolers and mm-hmm. emotions and drama. And yes. um, there's some students that we have right now that are part of our student leadership team, which is a thing we've been kind of uh, right. incorporating the last couple months. And um, there's some in particular that are really good at pointing out, um, you know, some things in other people and mm-hmm. they are ignoring the fruit that is coming out of those people's lives. And it's a conversation right. that Lexi and I are starting to have with them of like, yeah. yeah, like from our point of view though, from outside, removed from the high school drama and the emotions that you're feeling, look at all the things that they are doing. Look at all the, right. the fruit that there is. And right. yes, there might be a few shortcomings here and there, but you have them too. Like, yeah. And um, so we're trying to start to work that conversation too. And when people too. rise to the level of being on a leadership team, mm-hmm. Then there's a higher level of expectation too mm-hmm. of things. So mm-hmm. because everybody's watching you and you're given this privilege, so right. yeah, yeah, it's a lot. Boy, yeah. this is making me feel like burping a lot. So I I've noticed that you the keep moving, like, like you're gonna burp. Yeah, I haven't burped into the mic. If yet. you did, I think it would be awesome. So if you, if well, you if you want me to, I could really take a big gulp. I'm yeah. not gonna do that. Okay. Um, no, we'll start to wrap this up here. Um, I, I think I kind of want to land on this, like. Uh, let's say somebody's listening or watching right now and they're kind of sitting here and they're like, I can't think of honestly anybody that I've led to Christ, anybody that has even really been impacted or moved by my faith. I can't think of um, maybe some differences internally that I felt. I'm a little bit more peaceful, a little bit more calm, but but I really don't think there's much fruit that have come out of my relationship with God. What do I do right now? Mm. How, how do I 
listening to this conversation. I'm going to turn this off here in a couple minutes. Where do I go from here? How do I, like, I feel like I'm fruitless right now. If I was one, if God was walking through the garden, he would cut off the branch. That is me. Like, what, what, what do we say to somebody like that? Who's maybe listening to this podcast? I, Cause I, I guarantee there are people who are sitting here and they're going, I, I honestly don't know if I have that. I think if you're listening to this podcast, that tells me something about you, mm. uh, that you have a desire to grow and get closer to God. Mm-hmm. And that's what we talked about yesterday, being devoted to God, uh, making a decision that you're going to be devoted to God, and then uh, putting a plan together. And if you're doing that, you're going to produce fruit. There's just no way around it. You, mm-hmm. were, you will go and produce fruit. Now, mm-hmm. if you have some major sins going on in your life right now that you're not addressing, mm-hmm. that's going to be in conflict yeah. with the it's fruit. It's going to hinder, yeah. But you're going to have conviction, and you're going to you know, want to deal with that. But mm-hmm. I think sometimes we're so hard on ourselves, we don't even see the fruit that we're producing. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to this, the, the question you led with there was, um, who have you led to Christ? Well, listen, um, that whole thing is a process too. Mm-hmm. And um, you've studied evangelism in college like I have, and there's like the point when people accept Christ, but there's all these points before that, mm-hmm. and there's all these points after that. And I think it was um, somebody in the New Testament, it might have been Paul or Apollos, somebody said, uh, I've watered, I planted the seed, and you watered it, and then mm-hmm. they were the ones that were there. So, but you God know, God made it grow. God yeah. made it grow. So, like, sometimes when, you know, somebody leads somebody to Christ, or I get the privilege of preaching a sermon and people pray and accept Christ at the end of that message. There was somebody that invited that person to mm-hmm. church. There was somebody that told them about Jesus. There was other things that happened before that. Yep. And you're just as much a part of somebody coming to Christ as mm-hmm. the person who was there with them yeah. when they prayed the prayer and yeah. accepted Christ. And and the decisions that are made afterwards are just as significant. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think I think people are maybe especially the people that you were referring to there being harder on themselves than necessary. Because if you're in the process, you're going to produce fruit. And Mm -hmm. it may be you have a close friend that you could ask and you could bring it up to them and say, is there any, here's this list in Galatians 5, the fruit of the Spirit. Do you see any of this in my life? Mm, And one of the really cool things um, um, last night, this isn't really about fruit, but it was in our James study, was it had like five um, action steps people could take. And one of them was, when you see somebody that's overcoming trials in their life and handling them well, go to them and just tell them, mm, man, I'm good. really impressed with the way you're handling that. So maybe what I'm saying here is if you're struggling with yourself, look at some other people in your life and compliment them on the fruit that you see in their life mm. and not doing it to get a compliment back, but it's going to open the door for that more. And people are going to see more in you. And that is something that is yeah. just so positive. Mm-hmm. And we need more of that. Yeah. Like we said last week, we talked about not celebrating consistency enough. And mm-hmm. um, we don't celebrate other people. And when we see fruit in their life, we should celebrate that more. Cause yeah. I think when you celebrate, what you celebrate, um, you'll see more of, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. I've heard this before that, uh, I, I don't remember who said it, um, but I've heard this idea before that there's no room for discouragement if you're too busy filling it with encouragement. Mm. So if you're the one that is constantly going yes. and encouraging other people, there's not going to be a lot of room in your head and your heart right. to just constantly be discouraged. And so, um, but yeah, I like this idea that, you know, there's a lot of people that are just too hard on themselves to, to see the fruit. Mm-hmm. It's funny. God's God's funny in some ways. I had a student who, you know him well, but we won't drop his name on here. Uh, but he came to me last night after the message and I could just tell very like, in his head about some things. And right. uh, he came up to me and was just like, Hey, like this is a great message. You know, it's really challenging. And he's like, small group is good. And he's like, I, I just feel like 
I'm not producing anything. And he was like, and I don't know what to do with it. Like, he was like, I, I just feel stuck. I feel like mm-hmm. I, I want to produce fruits. Like I have a hunger and a desire to do it. But he's like, I, I feel like I'm not. And I was like, well, you know, like, I promise you, you are. I was like, I see him. Um, and I was like, but I understand feeling that way. And he was like, yeah, I, I got to go, but maybe we'll get lunch, blah, blah, blah. And so he kind of walked off. Within 20 minutes, his mom, who had never texted me before, sent me a text. Hey, this is so-and-so. I just want you to know that like, from a mom's point of view, from a parent's point of view, mm-hmm. I just want to say thank you for everything that the well has done in our, in our son's life. We've seen um, tremendous differences in who he was a couple months ago. Literally within 20 minutes, that's right. the two conversations I had. Right. And to me, that's like this this person, which I already knew, but that affirms that this this guy is producing a lot of fruit. And even his family, his parents are seeing the mm. differences that he's making. And yet he's in his own head and he's like, I don't think there's anything. <laughs> so it's just, it's just yeah, interesting. Probably the ones that, that are caring about it and thinking about it are already doing it. Right, exactly. Because they care that much that right. they want to make sure they're, they're doing that well. Yeah. And maybe that's a good um, thing to add to your small group discussion even um, next week with students is having them – um, so e- each of them pick somebody to acknowledge something they see in their yeah. life because, yeah. man, there's something about that positive reinforcement mm-hmm. from your peers that mm-hmm. makes a difference. Yeah. Like, really, you're doing a great job. Yeah. It's like, oh, podcast. all right, let's yeah. go. All right. Wow, I'm ready. Thanks. I'm ready to do another one. Let's go. Yeah. 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 Um, any other closing thoughts? I think we're kind of coming to the end of yeah, this. No, I don't want to run in a circle. So, so um, yeah. I think this was a good conversation. I think it's, yeah, I think some important takeaways are, um, you know, I think remain is a huge word. Jesus said it a lot, and mm-hmm. I think there's a reason why he said it. Um, remain in him, stay connected to him, and the natural result of that is going to be fruit. And I think another flip side that we hit on a lot in this conversation is don't be so hard on yourself. Don't, yeah. you know, expect perfection. Don't think that it's got to look like how everybody else's looks. Like, just know that if you're staying connected to him, there's fruit that's going to happen. Maybe it right. starts internally. Maybe it's yeah. just some things changing in your heart, but there's going to be natural fruit that flows out of staying connected to God. I, I think, yeah. you know, that's kind of a simple takeaway from this yeah, conversation. Yeah, I, I think that's excellent. Uh, I think, too, um, think about it from a um, the view of like a, a, a fruit tree. I mean, it doesn't start the first year and mm-hmm. the first season having like this abundance of fruit starts off with just a little bit. And, yeah. and like, if you look at like apple trees and I'm not a big expert on that, but mm-hmm. I know that they get bigger and they grow more and then there's more fruit produced and the, the fruit gets better mm-hmm. each year. And, um, so I, I think, you know, don't be hard on yourself, like you said, um, but start small mm-hmm. and start looking for that. And, and if you're striving to produce fruit, and you're staying connected to to Jesus and the Holy Spirit's working in your life. It will happen. Mm-hmm. It'll be obvious. People mm-hmm. will notice a difference mm-hmm. in you, and so and that's exciting. And that's going to change lives. Yeah, and that's what we're all about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so. love it. Yeah. All right. Um, well, thanks so much for listening or watching. Let us know what you thought. Um, apparently, last week I said don't stay mutual, but I meant don't stay <laughs> neutral. Is that true? Yeah, yeah. That's what I heard was uh, mutual. But uh, so don't stay neutral on this yes. conversation. Yes. Uh, disagree, agree, and let us know. Yeah. Um, we would love to hear your thoughts. And as always, send us your ideas. I got some really good ones this week. I got two I, really good are ones. Are you going to make podcasts out of those? Because there's yes. something coming up that is not that far away now, like six weeks away. The Halloween the live, thing? The yeah. live podcast. So mm-hmm. we're going to do that. And it's going to be different than last year. Mm-hmm. We're not asking people to submit a thousand questions. Right. But um, that's going to be that's yeah, going to be fun. That's going to be fun. So anyway, um, look forward to hearing some of the ones you got. Yeah. So. Anyway, well, have a great week. Uh, We are so thankful that you tuned in and watched with us. Uh, Let us know what you thought and uh, produce fruit this week. All right. See you next week.
Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the In All Things podcast. Our challenge for you today is to send this episode to one person. Seriously, think of somebody right now that could use this conversation and send it to them. If you have any questions, feedback, or topic ideas, please send them to podcast at sycamorecreek.org. And make sure you follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Sycamore Creek Church so that you can always see what's going on in our world. If this conversation helped you at all, make sure you share it, leave a review, and subscribe so that you don't miss out on a single episode. We love you, God loves you, and we'll see you next week on the In All Things podcast.